And the pre-show is rolling. I need to get my uh, computer connected to the to all the audio stuff. Where's my Audio's cable? Here, this is probably yeah. your cable. Okay, make sure I'm turned down so it doesn't make a noise when I plug this in. Yeah. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hi. 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 Uh, so you watched Infinity War finally? I did. Finally, you just gave it to me. Well, I mean, I'm saying you yes. finally got around to it. Yes. It was good. It was fun. Yeah, it was really, really good. It was like. They, and then there's that whole, like, is Thanos really a bad guy? I mean, yes. I mean, he, he's a psychopath, right? I mean, that's the thing. He's, yeah. it, the, he is, he's the protagonist of the film. You mm-hmm. understand what he's trying to do. And, uh, and sorry about spoilers, he succeeds. Um, you understand his motivation for it. And you... Uh, so, so it's 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 not like I'm evil man doing evil no, thing. Right. He's he very much has a reason for it. It's it's psychotic his reason, yes. but it's still a reason, and so you can empathize. Yeah, it's one way, right? Yeah, I mean it's he's he's one, too he's too much way. of a fanatic not to understand. Of course, that once you have all this power. There's a lot more you could do with it. He has it said in his head mm-hmm. that this is what he has to do, and this is his, you know, this is his mission. This, mm-hmm. this is his yeah. uh, a holy. It's a holy mission. It's a holy war, essentially. Yeah. But he's not. He's not capricious about it, right? He he would. He wouldn't. He didn't kill if he didn't have to. At least when it came to our heroes and the Avengers. So I'm guessing there's like a whole since they can control time. I'm guessing there's a whole bunch of redos and stuff since, like, they killed off a bunch of main characters. Yes. <laughs> a bunch of characters who, you know, just had a $700 billion movie or whatever, you know. Like, yeah, there's not... Uh, it'd be silly to think that Black Panther and Star and, and Spider-Man are not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, it, very clearly they left you with essentially all the original Avengers with a few extra people like Rocket Raccoon and... Uh, Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so I just watched Ragnarok afterwards, right? So I right. missed some of the setup. I didn't mm-hmm. know it, but you know, I like how certain things in the like you know Thor loses his eye in Ragnarok, so right. he's like Odin, like his dad, right? And then you know he gets his eye back in like this very unceremonial way. Rocket's like, here, have one. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that I thought that was that was like that scene actually was. The, like there are two emotional cores in the movie. It was mm-hmm. Thanos' journey and, and a lot of his Thor's journey. And that scene mm-hmm. was the core of of, Thor, of Thor's journey, where he was like, he has all this bravado and that, but ultimately it's because he's suffered so much loss yeah. that there's he there's what else he, 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 like what else could I lose at this point? Mm-hmm. I've got nothing else to to live for, so this is what I'm doing. Uh, so th- I mean, that's kind of like in in a sense, it's. it's you know what Thanos is doing. I've got this is my quest, and Thor was like, "This is my quest. This is it." Because what else is there? Mm-hmm. Um, very nicely tied together the, the storyline. So you know, it's, it was a pleasure to see a movie like that that should, by all rights, be a complete clusterfuck. You have forty characters that each have something to do. Right, each gets their moment of uh-huh. something to yeah. do, yeah. Uh, and. 
it still makes sense and yeah, it's easy. Yeah. you can follow it and it doesn't really i mean it 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 may get like the tiniest bit slow in ports, but, but for reasons that you understand, because you know you got to slow down the story to be able to wrap it up again. Yeah, there are so many characters, and me not being a hardcore Marvel mm-hmm. movie guy, like it took me a long time to figure out like who the like I, I'm so, maybe I'm still not sure. Like the girl that was with Vision, like I don't know who that was. Oh, th- yeah, that was in Avengers, the, the second Avengers, and you okay. haven't seen that, right? So yeah. now she's just and she, did you see Civil War? Not yet. Yeah. And she's she's got magic powers. Okay. And um, I really like Doctor Strange. Can yeah. You, like, uh, so now I got to go, want to go watch that movie. I well, don't know the, if that the, movie's good. But. No, the thing is, the thing about Doctor Strange is, I don't think his his movie was fine, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 but it was very derivative, and, and there's nothing crazy about it. And, and okay. it's not that great. But he was good in both Thor Ragnarok yeah. and in uh, in in. Uh, Infinity War. He's like a much better character, sort of in amidst other characters, as opposed to in yeah. a standalone movie. Uh, you know, as I'm watching these movies, and you can tell that they've changed writing these character characters to being from being like very stoic to a lot more smartass, like like Thor. And, Thor. Yeah. But you have also, you know, the entire Guardians of the Galaxy. You get a little bit of Doctor with Doctor Strange. You know, you just right, to but see like. That. Um, Vision is always going to be very stoic. Yeah. Captain America is always very stoic. Sure. Yes. Which you know they played off of with that line when when he's on the when they're on the battlefield and it's like this is my friend Tree. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> I am Steve Rogers. That that was just a, a really well done like joke, just yeah. entirely character based. Yeah. It's not funny because right. of a joke of a funny punchline. It's funny because the characters are interacting, mm-hmm. which is great. That that's the stuff that I love to see. Yeah. No, I mean that was good. It just it's like, and I enjoy all of these characters being smartasses, mm-hmm. but being like this whole crew is starting to become a smartass. You know, it's like maybe a little too much, right? But I think each one individually, like I love I lo- each one of those characters. I just think you know Thor is so much more interesting now than what mm-hmm. I used to think Thor was. Yes, yeah, and uh, and then yeah, when I just you know. Like in Ragnarok, when um, Doctor Strange is like, you know, like filling up the, you know, just doing like, and then making him motion sickness by going from room to room to room, you know, just a really good scene. And yeah, no, I mean, they've learned to play to Chris Hemsworth's strength, and Chris Hemsworth has a good comedic okay. uh, energy to him. He's not, he doesn't have that kind of, you know, Chris Evans does Captain America has more of the stoic mm-hmm. energy to him, and he can sure. play that really well. Gotcha. He doesn't have as much of the humor, although I mean, he did a good job in. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Mm. He's a skater okay. dude. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just so we just had our uh annual um summer movie day at work. Uh so we went to see the new Mission Impossible. Okay. So I saw that. <laughs> um it was What was the best part of the movie? Best thing about the movie. What was the best? Other than other than it being over. <laughs> uh, the best thing about the movie was, were, I mean, the stunt work was fantastic. There you go. Since you're not on Twitter anymore, I just want you to be positive about things. Since you're on Twitter, dragging you down. <laughs> oh, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I didn't hate the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like it very much, but I didn't hate it. Uh, it was better, I think, than the last one. Um, Overlong, but my main problem with it is that 
it was a bunch of stuff happening that I didn't care about because I didn't. These characters are have nothing to them. There's nothing there. They even try to sort of make something out of these characters by putting like by by, by adding some ad hoc relationship stuff in like flashback and stuff but then they don't act like that is actually impacting what they're doing Mm -hmm. and also i don't know it feels everything feels like the stakes are supposed to be super high but they also feel like oh it's just the other day at work for them so it it, nothing you didn't get this feeling of either like excitement or or like you wonder what was going to happen you know just the trepidation even though you know of course they're going to win at the end Mm -hmm. Um, you didn't, I never felt like, I never, it was never exciting. It was just, it it was, it was a spectacle. It was a bunch of spectacular things Mm -hmm. happening on stream, but I was never really excited by it. So that would be my, my biggest problem with it is I didn't, I didn't feel any personal connection or any real connection to, uh, any characters at all. So it was just kind of watching a, a circus act or something. Which is fun. I mean, hey, I got paid for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, there are there are worse movies to to have to sit through. <laughs> it was fine, but it was just and at the end, like you're just you're rolling your eyes at how absurd things get. That the level at which they keep trying to do this, and then it gets this, and and then like this helicopter chase at the end is ridiculous. One of the things they imply is that. Uh, the Tom Cruise character Ethan Hunt never know, doesn't know how to fly a helicopter, and suddenly he's flying it like it's a jet fighter, <laughs> which is I mean, it's not how helicopters work. It, it's a silly cartoon movie, but um, it always felt like <laughs> just I just kept laughing at how they kept trying to ramp it up, <laughs> uh, and every time it just felt. Not like it was never, not like oh, it was more like oh my god that is so like it was just silly upon silly mm. upon silly as opposed to being oh wow oh wow okay I didn't feel the escalation in terms of it being dramatically escalating it just felt like oh you this is just making it even sillier oh it is Mission Impossible it is Mission Impossible I mean it's several steps better than Transformers but is it really. <laughs> At least I could understand what was going on on the yeah, screen, and it, I, I could follow it. I did. I wasn't getting a headache. Uh, I, I could reasonably follow the action. I could reasonably figure out where things were. Um, plenty of scenes of Tom Cruise running. There's like it was a good two minutes of him just running and like drone shots, <laughs> running. He likes to run. He likes to run, man. He's, he he's like <laughs> it's. What was that? It's like him. He has that thing where he runs in every movie because he just looks good running. Tom Hanks has a thing where he pees in every movie. God knows why. He just likes it. Uh, Brad Pitt eats in like every movie. He's the one character. He's one actor who looks good eating something. Now I want to see a montage of Tom Cruise running. It's on YouTube. I guarantee (laughs) you. Guarantee it. Yeah. I want to know how many minutes of screen time in his career is him just running. <laughs> I find a montage. Let's I'm see how long. I'm reasonably sure you could probably make a full length movie out of it. Let's see how long the montage is. Tom Cruise running. Every Tom Cruise run ever. <laughs> oh, only only eighteen minutes fifty one seconds. 
Please click it just for a little bit. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! <laughs> right, he is running. Is it taps or something? That's more of a jog. Yeah. Well, let's turn off the audio. The audio isn't really necessary. Uh, Jump to the middle. Okay. When it gets really, like, known for... Yeah, like, once the Mission Impossible franchise franchise starts. There he's... Slow motion running. Running. Running for water. Uh, Running in Jerry Maguire. Through the airport, I guess. <laughs> running. 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 Anyway, we'll just let this run in the background. <laughs> Ooh, now the building's blowing up and he's running through it. Sparks and fire. <clears throat> We're just going to get distracted by this. Okay. <laughs> oh, there was the knife hands. Knife hands, knife hands, knife hands. <laughs> That's the doves. That's right. John Woo did Mission Impossible too, didn't he? <laughs> So, of course, there's doves. <laughs> yeah, running, running, running. Yeah. It just... Dropping a clip and reloading. Always running. The vanilla sky running through an empty Times Square. Yeah. He just, he just fucking runs. Dude, dude runs all day. It's like Forrest Gump. This dude runs. <laughs> this dude runs. Uh, okay. So, I did want to... Do you remember what we talked about last uh, last time uh the end of the show? <laughs> Remind me. Okay, we were, we were talking about uh where... What 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 is the end game for humanity, mm. right? I don't even remember this conversation. That's the kind do? of conversation I like. Yeah. Um, like, where... Oh, well, we talked about if we get to Mars. That, okay. Well, not only that, but, like, yeah. what what is... Will humans be around in a, in a thousand years? Right, right. What does that even mean, really? Because I, I think it deserves it to be, to be sort of reanalyzed and, and gone through uh, again. Well, we're not so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the, the... I mean, the thing is that if you look at what evolution is about, um, that that to the point that it's about anything, mm-hmm. uh, it's... Um, we're transitional species right now. We're not... <laughs> not sure. This is not the end game of anything. So who knows what we will... What what will be the result of us? But I mean, we'll be phys- unless we go cyborg, we're going to be physically more or less the same thing for ten thousand years or more. It's reason reasonable, yeah, yeah. I mean, think back for millions know. of years, really. And we're, it, things take a while to change that dramatically, morpho- morphologically right. speaking. Right. So. I mean, I'm, th- I'm trying to think backwards, and, you know, the rate of technology is exponential, but the rate of uh, physical ev- evolution, especially evolution of traits, unless we get into design, you know, 
genetics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll be able to follow this line from Neo whatever kiss, you know, through modern humans, and then for another 10, 20, 30,000 years of all very similar things, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's that's assuming we don't start tinkering with the, the biology, but that's probably not going to be... Probably true. a bad assumption to make yes. at this point. Yeah. Uh, as as we've been... I mean, just like it's probably a bad assumption to make that we won't integrate technology into ourselves. Um, yeah. There's a movie we, we, for you. Cyborgs, Cyborgs versus Designer Babies. Well, we've already been doing it for, for a long, long time uh, in the sense of things like eyeglasses and... Uh, yeah, but those don't... Yeah, those augment right, but they they don't they don't make it into your gene. They're not you know they're not they, germ things that get into the gene line. They can make it so that people who are nearsighted or farsighted are Probably less, or you know, are, are more are not as constrained by environmental selection or sexual selection. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So I used to think a long time ago, like my my eyes are so bad that I felt that like I would have never. Mm-hmm. Had kids back in the Stone Age <laughs> uh-huh. type thing, right? Um, so I used to think, like, sh- like, obviously I didn't stick with this thought for very long, but, like, should I not have kids? Should oh, I not geez. pass on my nearsightedness? Does that weaken the species? But, you know, I think today my point of view is that 2020 vision, uncorrected vision, isn't necessary for survival anymore, right? Where at one point... You well, know, well, think, my, about, think my... about what you're saying. Does, does it help or hurt? What is the species? There's yeah. no perfect sure. human. There's no, this is the essential human. Right. There's a spectrum of traits. And there are a spectrum of things. And nothing is <clears throat> perfectly suited to... in in. in Except for you can point to situations where things are very well suited to their environment at that particular time, based on the environment that they're in, mm-hmm. in the system that you were looking at. As the system, as you look at the system, as it increases, obviously, <laughs> then suddenly things change. But remember sure. that the like the the biggest. I made this point last time, which is the most the most important like revelation, the most important thought that Darwin had. His realization was that living things make more of themselves that can survive. And this is sort of what all of, uh, you know, all of his observations and everything that came out of that was from this rather troubling observation. Uh, And you look at the dynamics of then what we create. Well, we're going to create more things than can survive. Mm-hmm. So then you just follow the path of, of okay, well, there's, there's going to be competition because of that. There's going to be competition between things. There's going to be competition in inside species. There's going to be competition between different species. And who knows what path that's going to take. It's a very chaotic path that you can't predict. My point is that I don't think that I could ever say humans are... I, I care about humans because mm-hmm. 
I don't. I mean, I, I care about humans now, but I don't care about humans 10,000 years from now, particularly. I certainly don't care about humans 4 million years from now. Yeah. I mean, the way, when you put it that way, what, like when I start thinking about what I care about, maybe I don't care about the humans. I, I think I care about the knowledge. Right. Right. So, you know, and I used to think maybe I, until just recently, <laughs> just a few minutes ago, I thought that the way the knowledge gets preserved is by having a strong species that can spacefare and habitate other places and mm-hmm. keep the knowledge going. But, you know, robots can do that, too, I guess. Robots can do that much better than we can. Uh, the information is preserved. So that's... But if you look at quantum mechanics, the information is always preserved. Yeah. No, I just feel that, you know, it, we did something pretty cool. Yeah, and but... I just don't want it to be lost to the universe. But at the same time, we wouldn't be here had it not been for a huge amount of other species doing things that were either, you know, very cool or just happened to be the right place at the right time. I mean, the the biggest impact that life has ever had on the planet is probably cyanobacteria, the great oxygenation event, right? I mean, mm-hmm. changing the atmosphere from reducing atmosphere to an oxygenated one is huge, Mm-hmm. And it it changed the course of of life on the on the planet. Mm-hmm. They did pretty cool stuff too. Yeah, but they didn't have computers. They didn't need them. <laughs> I mean, you look at it that way. They didn't need them. They did it all on their own, just on the fact that they were around. They didn't have porn. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't need that either. They reproduced so much. They didn't need porn. <laughs> <laughs> Points, point. Got a point there. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, it it's it's when you. I, mean, I guess the point is, you know, you're making these. You're trying to. Not, I'm not saying you specifically, but but the. Uh, if you get into this, thinking about, it, then you you start trying to make value judgments, and you realize that that doesn't work, for what we're looking at. Values are very based on cultural stuff and the dynamics of the now, and they are not in any way compatible with entirely different situations. Hmm. Point being, I don't think we're getting off this planet. All right. <laughs> that, we got this one. We got this Earth uh, and it, it's pretty well suited to us. And the other stuff out there is not. No. And it's very far away. I'd still go. You're weird, man. Maybe maybe you're running like Tom Cruise. Gotta <laughs> run to new planet. <laughs> is he still running? <laughs> yeah, there was like two minutes of him running in, in this... <laughs> It felt like it. I mean, it was probably like 30 seconds, but it felt like I was watching two minutes of just him running on a rooftop. Oh, it looks like there's like two minutes of him running in Vanilla Sky. Holy crap, it's still on that movie. What is it? In a completely different scene where he's running. <laughs> he's got to run. My artery report is running. 
All right, so now I want someone to estimate how many miles he's run on film. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably like a Reddit, they did the math uh, um, post. <laughs> Put it out there. Mm. Get some OCD person to crush through it. I must know how many miles. So, let's see. So I did want to bring up, but I can bring this up later. Uh, speaking of other life stuff, the uh, bone-eating worms and the anatomy, or the, the rather the the um, the sexual dimorphism in bone-eating worms, crazy. I didn't even know there was bone-eating worms until just now. They're in the ocean. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they eat like dead bones, not like they don't burrow into a thing and eat your right. bones. They eat dead bones. There. Oh, okay. That's better. I was thinking there was a whole new parasite I had to worry about eating my bones. Uh, I, I bet there are stuff that eat your bones, but probably not like prevalent in uh, enough to, to really matter. But these are things called osidacs, which are crazy. Okay. I'll talk about them later. Okay. Let's go on to beers. Bursh. Bone-eating beers. Bone-eating beers. 